Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome listeners to this week's episode. My name is Valencia. And my name is Nakia, and we are the Truth Expositors. This podcast has been brought to you by 1-1 Outreach Christian Ministries, where we seek daily to preach the gospel, spread the love of Christ, and advance the kingdom of God. We aim to abolish false doctrine, theology, and all false teachings that contradict the word of God. We will be providing in-depth explanations, overviews, and scripture to explain some of the most misunderstood truths in the Bible. And today, we will be talking about Rediscover Bethel. Um, this has been going on for quite a bit of time, but I wanted to wait until um, he has done a little bit more videos, which he has been coming out left, right, and sideways. So if some of you don't know, um, Bill Johnson, the pastor of Bethel Church, um, in Redding, Pennsylvania, I believe, or Redding, California, one of those. Anyway, he um, has taken to YouTube, um, probably even a podcast, um, because there's microphones and everything in the video. It seems to abolish um, all that which people are believing about Bethel Church. Um, some of the things that he that I've seen that he's addressing on this um web series or podcast, whatever he's doing, is he's talking about um, how people believe that Bethel Church um, engages in uh, uh, grave soaking, um, how um, how some claim that they have a, a kundalini spirit, um, all of which, you know, you heard us talking on the Truth Expositors about, and even more so, um, talking about um, theological, uh, topics such as God, creation, um, spiritual gifts, things like that. Uh, Bill Johnson and his friend, um, member of Bethel Church, they actually talk about these things. Um, and it seems like the goal and the mission of Rediscover Bethel is to clean up their mess, so to speak. Right. I'm sorry. I'm not being judgmental. Um, I don't believe Valencia is either when we uh, even engage in this this topic. Um, and that's just full disclosure. I, we're not judgy, not contrary to popular belief, but it is, shall we say, ironic um, or coincidental, I guess, that they have taken um, this type of platform in order to essentially fix what they have broken, um, 
try to clean up what they have said. You know, and I just want to say this too. What you will hear, we're going to like display a few clips, um, you know, with, you know, with Bethel and Bill Johnson talking uh, for Rediscover Bethel. We're going to show a few clips, but it is important to remember that unless you repent of your sins and you don't repent to man, you repent to God for teaching false things, for engaging in false demonic activity, all that you're saying is quite pointless, right? And unless we hear it, which I will say I have not heard anything on repentance um, out of Bill Johnson's mouth or anybody from Bethel, um, I'm just going to go ahead and safely presume that um, he has not repented. Um, therefore, not really seeing anything wrong with his actions. So keep that in the back of your mind when we listen to clips, when we just engage in this conversation, because... Um, Without that, the sincerity of what you're saying um, becomes tainted. So, Valencia, um, let's listen to uh, one of these clips that Bill Johnson said, and uh, let's discuss it. And he's, um, this is the topic of, um, does Bethel Church teach grave soaking? So, this is Bill Johnson um, talking here. He ended pretty pretty poorly. Hezekiah's same. So that's the mandate. And so I, I've gone to graves. I've prayed, but I don't we don't talk to the dead. We don't yeah. try to get something from the dead. I mean that's but I will. I'll I'll kneel, I'll humble myself before the Lord. I pray that Charles Finney, God, we we need that kind of an awakening in our nation again. And I and I will go there and, and I'm sure that uh I, I suppose some of uh, the rumor comes out of that that the, that we will humble ourselves and and perhaps been I, I remember in Wales I went to the the very not only Evan Roberts grave but I went to the church where the power of God hit him so powerfully and I just I literally sat where he sat for I think maybe two hours I just sat and just prayed I'm not talking to the dead yeah. I'm not I, I'm not interested in conversation with angels I you know when you have the Holy Spirit why would you want to talk to anyone else yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and so I'm I'm just asking God do it again just do it again. So Kim, my first thought um, listening to um, Bill Johnson talk about how you know he doesn't um, you know he doesn't do the grave soaking or whatever he doesn't go to graves to talk to the dead or whatever is that I don't believe it you know and um, the reason why is because you know we've seen countless you know clips and on YouTube and. Uh, former students that come out and say that this has went on, and so I don't really believe that he, you know, he doesn't that this is not going on. This is, maybe it doesn't now, you know, um, but I don't believe that it's never. They've never went to uh, graves trying to soak up, you know, whatever gifts um, these, um, you know, Christians had, or you know, trying to get them for themselves somehow. Uh, so I don't believe it, and. You know, why I, I hear him saying he went to Wells or something for, um, you know, Evan Johnson to try to pray that God, um, I guess, um, or the Holy Spirit uh, does the same thing for him or um, in his church or whatever, I guess. But why do you have to go to Wells and sit where, you know, Evan Johnson sit? You know, the Holy Spirit can be right there. You know, isn't it at your church? You know, why do we have to go to Wells where Evan Johnson was? Or go here, or go, for example, where in Texas, where Tony Evans is to soak up 
the Holy Spirit or to, or to um, feel that anointing. You know, why can't we stay where we're at, you know, and, and get it? And, you know, I just don't understand why um, this is something that, you know, Beth, a lot of the people from Bethel, or they want to do. Like, it's more like worshiping um, the Christian. You know, we want to, we should, you know, want to um, not not go to those who um, have these gifts, but but where they got the gifts from, which is God. So, you know, I just don't understand the whole, um, this whole movement, movement of grave soaking or whatever. I just don't understand why, um, there's an emphasis on, um, trying to get what someone else has and going to that person that died thinking that we're going to possess it if we, if we go there. Um, we want to get it, go to better our relationship with God. And, you know, if anything, at, pray to him that, you know, we're able to, um, you know, have those gifts that we're able to preach like this, or have that anointing, or or whatever it is, um, like that particular uh, person. But we will go to God, not to, um, you know, Christians that recently died, trying to see if we can get what they got. And really, you should be satisfied with what gifts you know God gave you. Not everyone is going to have uh, the same gifts, you know, and. And to me, it's just like um, not being grateful for what God has already given you. And this is a type of worship. Um, I remember, Kia, when we went to, um, when I went, we were going to Pod here um, here in Dover, Delaware. And um, I had told you I went there a little bit early and I heard the, um, the, uh, the pastor's wife, who, you know, has a great voice, who was singing. Um, she was telling her... Um, the, you know, they were finishing up a uh, choir rehearsal. She was telling the other members of the choir that, you know, after we're done, after after church, make sure you guys go out there. And she was joking, but she was serious at the same time. And she was like, you know, shake some hands, kiss some babies, you know, because they feel, some of them feel like you're celebrities. Like talking about the congregation, those that are attending church, that, you know, they feel like you guys are celebrities, so make sure you go out there and greet them. And, you know, like it's like I said, shake hands, kiss babies. And, you know, I remember telling you that, and, you know, we both had the, kind of the same reaction that, you know, they're not, I never th went to church and seen the choir and felt like, you know, they're celebrity status, that I, I need to shake their hand or, you know, um, meet them. Not because... um not because I feel like I'm better than them, but we're we're the same. We're the same, you know. You guys is you know have a gift of singing, but I don't want to. You know, I, I'm not there to. Oh my God, to see you guys. You know, to see it's to hear. You go to church to you know fellowship, uh, to hear the word, um, and if anything, um, with those singing, it's just singing to God. So that's a that's where we're going. We're all going there to do. So it's not about the singers on stage. It's not about the pastor. You know, um, it's not really about the people that go there. Yeah, you want a fellowship, but you're there to hear a word. You know, we're there to hear hear from God. Um, it's not about anybody else. I don't. You know, I'm not there to. You know, uh, wishing that I had that gift of singing or uh, I could preach like you know the pastor there. 
Um, so to me, it's it's about God, and you know, I just don't get again, you know, um, this whole idea of uh, grave soaking for those that um, those Christians that recently died, expecting um, some of that anointing or some of those gifts to rub off on you. It just doesn't work that way. And going all the way to Wells to sit in the seat where he was or um, the stand where he preached, what does that accomplish? You know, because those gifts came from God. Um, so that's who we should want to further our relationship with or or so we're able to um, further our relationship with God so we're able to um, fully um, fully use the gifts that we already possess. Uh, but Kia, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, what do you think about uh, what uh, Bill Johnson was saying and, you know, this going to Wells or um, the idea that they don't do this grave soaking? I agree with you. Um, I agree with your entire statement, Valencia, um, especially um, talking about him going to Wales and, and sitting at the same place um, as you know, the guy that came before him, who, Evan Johnson, I could be wrong, but, um, I, <laughs> I agree with you. Why, why, anything that I need, um, comes from God. Everything that I could want comes from God. And, um, we did, I think we did a podcast, at least thought about doing it on anointing and what that means. Um, this is, I believe, the, the premises of this grave soaking or sucking, um, whichever you want to say at the time. Um, what is based on? You know, they're trying to suck up the anointing or soak up the anointing of famous Christians um, that has gone on. Now, I don't know where they're going on to. Uh, we like to romanticize that they have gone on to be with the Lord, but hey, I don't know. But not to make fun or poke holes. But the, the point is, anointing is not given by going to a grave and laying on it and soaking up that anointing. Like you said, Valencia, we are anointed those who are in Christ Jesus because we, huh, to anoint someone is to prepare them for office and service and things like that. We see it in the Old Testament where um, Samuel anointed David um, while he was still pretty young, anointed him to be king. Um the office of which God has predestined uh, David to to possess and to rule, um, but he but David was not anointed by laying on the grave of somebody else. That anoint that uh, the oil that he was anointed with by uh, Samuel, it was a representation. That was a um, uh, for lack of a better term, right now, a tool that was used to symbolically represent. God's anointing on him, God's calling. So clearly, um, just by that, and then we see um, in the New Testament where the woman uh, with the alabaster box and um, anointing Jesus' feet with expensive oil perfume, um, we see she, what she's doing is preparing um, Jesus for what God has called him to do, which is die for the sins of mankind. Um, so we see this um, throughout the entire Bible. But what Bill Johnson and what he's teaching um, his students over there and congregation, I'm sure, at Bethel Church about the grave soaking um, is, is, is whew, it's ridiculous. I agree with you. Um, he can really say whatever he wants to um, and try to dress it up. I think in this video, um, 
the guy he was sitting with did a lot more talking than Bill Johnson himself. Um, but it just seemed like a cover-up to me. Uh, never once did Bill Johnson actually, or the guy, ever deny the fact that they, you know, didn't go to these grave sites. But he admitted to going to them. But he, what they, they try to do is cover it up by saying, oh, he just sat in the seat of Evan Johnson um, and prayed there. Like you said, why can't you pray where you're at? You know, what are you sitting this, at the very seat of Evan Johnson sat at in Wales? What is the purpose of that? They even said in the video um, about, um, you know, his wife, Bill Johnson's wife, basically laying on one of the uh, the grave sites. And they try to explain that away. In fact, they try to explain it away in, in a almost ludicrous, uh, ludicrous way. And the point is, why are you hanging out at grave sites? Why are your students of Bethel University hanging out in grave sites? And like you said, Valencia, when we watched the um, Bethel student, and forgive me, I don't remember her name, Lindsay, I believe, um, when she uh, went went on air and, and did a lot of interviews, she said that that is what they do. And that's not just he say, she say stuff. She was there in person and saw this for herself. And there's much more that she saw. Um, but to just keep with the topic, this is one of the things that she said that they do. We see countless videos, like you said online, that shows students and people of the Bethel Church laying on people's grave sites, like um, Spurgeon and, and, and goodness, Evan Johnson, all these, all these other people, um, which you can't explain that away. You can't explain that away. And Bill Johnson... He's a part of um, what they call NAR, the New Apostolic Reformation um, beliefs. They believe in a lot of different things. It's actually um, it's a combination of a lot of different denominations like Pentecostalism. Um, again, it's, it's prophecies and, and, and Protestant denominations, but it's different. It's isolated. Um, they believe in the apostolic governance um, Basically, God appoints apostles even up to this very day and uh, dominionism, dominion theology, uh, so to speak, that we basically have um, the responsibility and the power given by God to have dominion over every aspect of life. Um, uh, just so many things that they believe in. Supernatural signs and wonders, again, because it has a little Pentecostalism in it. Very word of faith, very charismatic. Um, so this is all that Bill Johnson, the head pastor of Bethel Church, believes in. So it's not so foreign to really just assume or even presume, actually, that he would teach his flock or followers to lay on these grave sites to soak up their anointing. It's not, it's not far-fetched. Because of the supernatural emphasis that this church or the NAR, any follower of NAR, um, stands for. His little buddy, and, and forgive me for being, or sounding condescending, um, but I'm upset. I will admit that, so forgive me. Um, his, his buddy on there, he said that those who go to Bethel Church or even listen to the sermons that they say that there's 10% God and 90% man being preached or taught at Bethel Church. This is So what they did was pull a lot of comments 
right, negative comments and are addressing it here on air. Um, he said that those people who say that when they preach, when Bill Johnson preaches, it's 10% God and 90% man. But his comment, what I found very problematic, he said, well, 10% God and 90% man, but that's 10% more of God than you had before. I think that's such a horrible thing to say. To have 90% of Bill Johnson teaching his ideologies and theologies and only 10% of what is actually true is the worst thing that could ever that anyone could ever endure. And to say that's hey, well, that's 10% more of God than you had before, that is so ridiculous. And really we should take heed to what they are saying here. We should shut our mouths about the 90% of poison that you are feeding us and only 10%, and we should be happy about the 10% of antidote that we're getting. The percentages do not equate. In fact, I'm, I'm somebody selfish. I want 100% of truth. Don't give me just 10%. Don't give me nothing less than 100 Because 90% outweighs the 10 in my opinion. So, Bill Johnson is 90% wrong, according to what this, this interview guy says. He's 90% wrong about what he is practicing in the church and only 10% right because 10% is biblical. And this is just a rough number. We don't know because actually it's all wrong, to be perfectly honest. But 10% of actuality, of biblical uh, uh, truth is being preached at Bethel Church. And to me, that's a very generous percentage because I don't believe it's anything. 90%, including grave soaking, is false. But Valencia, I want to touch on something. Since we're talking about the grave soaking, and I know we touched on this in previous podcast episodes because um, it's so out of this world. So, Valencia, I have um, experienced a few whew, different um, practices in the church um, growing up. Didn't quite understand it then, like I barely understand it now, um, when it comes to like grave soaking or grave sucking. Um, this is just, in my opinion, because I never heard of it, of it before, before we started doing this uh, uh, Truth Expositors, but it's another way of mantle grabbing. Um, raise, being raised in Pentecostal churches, um, I see a lot of this mantle grabbing. Um, essentially, um, uh, a prominent preacher or evangelist um, grabbing a hold of their mantle, uh, grabbing a hold of the anointing that they have over their lives, grabbing hold of what God has given them um, in their lives in hopes that that can transfer to the other person. I think this is modeled, this is just, you know, just me talking here. I think this is modeled after Elijah and Elisha in the Old Testament where um, Elijah knew uh, that God was, you know, going to come get him. Um, and Elijah asked for, I believe, double of Elijah's anointing. Um, so I believe the mantle grabbing and the grave soaking is one of the same, just different, accomplished differently um, in light of the uh, double blessing or double anointing that God gave uh, the prophet Elisha when um, he took Elijah away. So um, we know grace soaking is basically laying across the physical grave of a deceased preacher or evangelist. 
um, with the purpose of pulling out the power of the Holy Spirit over that person's life. Um, I guess it's believed that they're trapped. That power or that anointing is trapped within that body of the person's death. Um, this is very, very word of faith, very charismatic, very NAR practices. Again, mantle grabbing is essentially the same thing without the laying on the grave, obviously. It's, it's in hopes to grab a hold of the deceased or most prominent preacher or evangelist in hopes that they can pull out the power of the Holy Spirit over their lives because um, it's like the passing of torch, so to speak. And Bill Johnson and his buddy can say whatever they want to on that video, but we know that they practice this. There's many, many videos out here. In fact, one of them, we see... um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Jansen. Um, he's the founder of Global Fire Ministries International. And we see him laying on, or laying with his head rested on the um, headstone. Um, while we see multiple hands on the headstone, essentially look like they're praying for him to receive the spirit of the deceased person. Right? And to suck up the spirit, I think in this particular picture, it's um, the spirit of William Branham, um, who is a false prophet, obviously, who was a false prophet uh, with deep ontological um, heresies, which is absolutely crazy. But they follow after these people who were false to begin with in hopes to grab the spirit of other false, you know, people, (laughs) false preachers, this is very, it's demonic. I don't think we have to even really have to go too much into it. It's bizarre and devilish practices. And I can't wait till he comes out with new, um, new episodes, which he seems to be coming out weekly where he's basically covering up false practices now that he's been found out. We hope that you learned a great deal and we hope that we helped shed some light on God's word. Please share this podcast with others, family members, co-workers, or friends. Also hit that like, share, and subscribe button to receive notification on the latest content. And feel free to comment and share with us your thoughts on this episode. We're always inspired by what God not only does in our lives, but yours as well. Look out for the next episode from the Truth Expositors. And until then, may God bless you and you be a blessing. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.